Welcome back to another episode by The Football Guy. Um, I know the NFL season is over, and that is why we're going to be getting into today, week one of the XFL. There are only eight XFL teams, I understand that. There are the Seattle Dragons, the Los Angeles Wildcats, the DC Defenders, the Houston Roughnecks, the Tampa Bay Vipers, the St. Louis, what is it, is it Battlehawks? Warhawks? Oh my god. Um, the New York Guardians and the Dallas Renegades. Now, the XFL premiered on Saturday and Sunday. Two games on Saturday, two games on Sunday. And um, I didn't watch too much of it. Um, I did get a little glimpse of the Roughnecks game. Um, good game there. But I'm very interested on other people's opinions um, as well. Like, not only just mine. Because it's a very interesting concept. It's very new. Um, there's many different rules. Different from the NFL. There's only eight teams. There's two divisions with four teams in each. It's just very different. Um, with that being said, though, we're going to go over the scores um, from Saturday and Sunday. So Saturday, it was the Dragons, the Seattle Dragons. It's the Dragons, yeah, um, versus the D.C. Defenders. The Defenders getting the win 31-19. to um, And then it was the Wildcats at uh, Houston Roughnecks, and Houston won 37-17. to On Sunday, the Tampa Bay Vipers played the New York Guardians, and New York won 23-3. to and the last game was the St. Louis, I'm pretty sure it's Battlehawks, Battlehawks um, taking on the highly favored or favored Dallas Renegades with the Renegades taking the L, 15-9, the Battlehawks win that one. So there's many different rules, um, let me pull them up real quick, um, with the XFL that are much different, including kickoffs, extra points, all that kind of stuff. So, one of the biggest rules is that the kickoff, um, this is the kickoff. So, like, the kicker kicks from the 30-yard line and must kick the ball in the air and then play between the opponent's 20-yard line and the end zone. So, there are no touchbacks. The coverage team lines up on the return side, 35-yard line, and the return team lines up on the 30-yard line. So, they're five yards apart. Um, yeah, pretty sure that's right. Um, each team must have like, exactly three players outside the hash marks, blah, blah, blah. Out-of-bounds kicks that fall short of the 20-yard line will result in an illegal procedure, taking the ball all the way out to the 45. Players can move when the ball is touched by the returner or three seconds after the ball touches the ground. So right as the guy catches it, then they can start running. They're only five yards away from the other guy. Um, so it's going to cause less concussions, less injuries, and it's very interesting, and I think to the NFL to take, the, take a look at that. Um, the points after the touchdown, the team has three options. They can run a play from the two-yard line, the five-yard line, or the ten-yard line. Um, if you run the play from the two-yard line, it's worth one point. If you run it from the five-yard line, it's worth two points. Run it from the three, or the sorry, excuse me, the ten-yard line, it's worth three points. Of course, if you get it in the end zone. Um, so no kicks are allowed. Um, if the defense is able to cause a turnover and return the ball to the opponent's end zone, the resulting score is equal to the number of points the offense was attempting to score on its PAT. So that's also very interesting. So if you're up by, let's say you just tied the game, right? And, um, oh, drop. One sec. Okay, let's say, I don't even know. Let's say you're up by, um, for some reason you're up by two and you go for, okay, yeah, you're up by two, right? And you go for two, wanting to get them, like, you can't kick a field goal and, and tie it. Or um, you go up by two to make it 
uh, have have to have a touchdown, to, you know, to win. So um, you don't they intercept it or you fumble it and they run it all the way back. Then the game is now tied. So that's very interesting. Um, love that rule. I think the NFL should consider all of these rules. Um, but first week of XFL was pretty interesting. Um, I'll be back next week with some more score updates. Hopefully, some uh, cool plays to talk about. Some some more stats. I know um, I'm having trouble finding the stats online. Um, XFL stats week one. Let's see. I know the Houston Roughnecks played a really good game. Okay, yeah, here we go. P.J. Walker of the Roughnecks uh, went 23 of 39 with 272 yards and four touchdowns with 103.8 passer rating. Led all QBs. The rushing leaders on the weekend. For St. Louis, Matt Jones, um, 21 attempts and 85 yards. Um, he was the leading rusher via yards. Um, some guys you might know in this league. You definitely probably know Marquette King if you're an NFL fan. The punter that used to punt for the Raiders is a big punter now. Um, oh, I forget which team it is. Dang it. But he is in the league. You got... Um, a bunch of other guys. Cardell Jones, you know, from Ohio State. He's in the league. You have the guy from Hard Knocks for the Texans, Charles James. He's in the league. Sammy Coates, the ex-wide um, receiver from the Steelers, who's massive. He plays for the Roughnecks. Um, and a bunch of other guys you've probably heard of. Um, so that's really it for this little overview of XFL Week 1. Um, thanks for listening. We'll be back next week.